0: Welcome to the Kingstonist Podcast, a daily look at news, sports, and all things Kingston. Brought to you by Taylor Automall. When you buy a certified pre-owned from Taylor Automall, it means you have the backing of Canada's number one pre-owned sales brand. It also means that with your purchase, your vehicle will go through a rigorous 150-plus point inspection, comes with manufacturer's warranty, has 24-hour roadside assistance, and comes with a one-time exchange privilege. We have over 80 certified pre-owned on our lot right now. All makes, all models, anything you need. Certified pre-owned vehicles and Taylor Automall. Above and beyond industry standards. Welcome to 50 Minutes With, brought to you by the Taylor Auto Mall. And, uh, if you've been listening to the podcasts, you know that over the past month or so, we've had former, uh, on-air personalities from, uh, the original, uh, few, first few years at K-Rock. We had, uh, Scott Tucker on, uh, and then, uh, Shadow Davis. And I'm pleased to bring in, uh, my good friend, my buddy, uh, Taz, who, uh, we spent a lot of years, uh, together on the air in Kingston and in London, uh, Taz, welcome to Venture Club. Welcome to 15 Minutes With.
1: Thank you very much, Tim Cunningham, and thank you to the Taylor Auto Mall. (laughs) I have some very fond memories of uh, facing my greatest fears in the parking lot of the Taylor Auto Mall.
0: Well, let's let's start there. When we were trying to get noticed as a radio station, uh, this company called Silkini out of the States approached uh, Jason Taylor. (laughs) 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 Approached Jason Taylor. And uh, he came to us with this uh, nutty idea that we would put the morning show in a tank of water for, I think it was 48 hours, wasn't it? And uh, you guys were, you guys were underwater. You and Shadow Davis.
1: We were, we were underwater in a tank in the, in the parking lot that one side of it opened up. So it was like a big glass aquarium. We had salvage diving masks on yeah, so we could breathe through those. But it's like, uh, we weren't wearing wetsuits or anything. I just had like, swim trunks on and we were just peeing in there and we were we were told that silkini had installed a filter on the truck i don't know if that's true well
0: i was saying to shadow but, when he was on that uh, i got in there with you for about an hour and uh yeah that was, was
1: the best part because we had guests coming into yeah. the tank and i knew how much i was peeing in that tank
0: <laughs> well it so was you swimming
1: in my pee yeah <laughs> And and John Wright, the owner of the station, like who can say they've had their boss swim in their in their urine? Uh, I can
0: (laughs) Well, let's go back even before that. What uh, what uh, attracted you to come to Kingston?
1: Uh, I didn't really have. Yeah, I didn't really have a job. Uh, I was working in London at the time at a radio station called FM 96. And uh, I started at that radio station uh, when I was was hired, actually. this is just my 17-year, no, 23 years, no, 25 <laughs> years ago, I was hired at FM 96 when I was 17 years old, and I was just doing part-time stuff, working promo and some on-air stuff. I worked for a beer company back then, too, but it was all part-time stuff, and uh, had a chance to do a morning show. And You were a uh, janitor as, they, as
0: well, weren't you, in, in an aquarium, as I recall? were you
1: not no that was yeah no it's not all it aquarium a swimming related pool? A swimming pool. the aquatic center, aquatic yeah, center. i yes, was sir. the i was the building attendant ah, tim yes at the london aquatic center for a while as well that was my first job and clean, it was a good one
0: clean up on the pool all deck. the free clean up on the pool
1: all, deck. The free, all the free towels you could want from the lost and found there you go uh but uh, yeah, that uh, that was a little earlier. And then I made the transition into radio and promotions and, and being on the air and stuff. So uh, to have a chance to move to a a, a town like Kingston to kind of get some experience was a huge opportunity when I was uh, in my early 20s.
0: And uh, you came here with Scott Tucker. You had, in London, you had been known as Chris, the boss's son. You couldn't really do mm-hmm. that. Uh, so, how how did you guys come up with the name Taz?
1: Well, my name is uh, is Chris George. That's yes. my birth name, um, and Taz. Actually, I was when I went to Fanshawe College. There was a bar across the street from the college, and they had karaoke. And there was this regular in there. Uh, and he'd get up and sing karaoke all the time. And his name, uh, he went by Taz. I don't know if that was his real name. Probably not. Like, is, there, is, is there anyone out there with a real their real name is Taz? Maybe. Man, but uh, this karaoke guy, his name, me and my buddies, we'd be drinking beer and this guy would get up there and he was quite the character. And he'd make me laugh every time he'd get up there. They're like, who calls themselves Taz? So then when we were moving to Kingston, I was like, ah, yeah. Taz sounds like a name that Kingston, Kingstonites would really latch on to. Let's do it. So uh, we well, went with the name Taz and uh, it was approved by our then program di- director, Glenn Williams. He said, yeah, sure. Call yourself Taz. I don't care. Yeah, <laughs> no, I don't care what you call. Yeah." And, uh, G, and that was, G came that up was with some, some good names. G, that was G's attitude basically <laughs> for the next five years while I, Hey, yeah, do whatever you want. I don't care. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, and when the morning show started, you were, uh, and, and for the first few years, you were the guy in the street in the morning show. You did, you did some, some bits, uh, out on the street. Yeah. Uh, what were some of your, your favorite ones? I, I know mine was when you were attacked by a police dog at the Memorial Center.
1: Oh, that was fun. And the video, I, there's a video somewhere, but like, Cell phone cameras were not what they are now, so you can hardly tell what's going on. I wish there was some stuff that we had high-quality video of, like me getting attacked by that police dog. Tony Orr getting tasered by the Kingston Police Department was one of the funniest things that I've ever seen in my life. Uh, Out on the street, we did a lot of stuff. Uh, You and I did the... We put a doll in a... (laughs) In a a baby seat, and we left it on the roof of your minivan with a Tim Hortons coffee cup next to it. So it looked like we had forgotten our baby on the roof of your van, and we were driving around Kingston getting a reaction from people at red lights who were freaking out, saying, your baby's on your roof! Your baby's on your roof! Uh, Probably couldn't get away with that one now. No, I don't
0: think so. That wouldn't get by legal upstairs before we did that.
1: I do remember, uh, Coach Eve, uh, dressing in an orange jumpsuit with uh, handcuffs, broken handcuffs on, being in the uh, in the parking lot of the Walmart across the street from Collins Bay, asking people if they'd go into Walmart and buy me a sweatsuit. <laughs> I'm lucky I didn't get shot. What were we thinking? And then uh, one one of another one that uh, nowadays in this day and age you couldn't do. Um, we tied. <laughs> I don't even know why we did this. Uh, myself and there was an exotic dancer. Her, her name was Venus. She was employed at the zoo, the the Plaza Hotel there in, in town. Um, we were strapped to a parasail, oh. and we we tied the K Rock banner to our backs and me and this exotic uh, dancer were flying past Kingston Penitentiary to make the inmates jealous that they were locked up and we were out there having fun. Um, Hopefully none of them have been released and still hold a grudge.
0: I also remember uh, there was, uh, I don't know if you and I were watching it together on TV, but there was a debate uh, in City Council, and the former councilor Don Rogers asked why uh, people that there were guys that cut the grass in in a in a in, in a big mower that had an enclosed cab, and he said, "Why is the city wasting money on putting an air conditioner on the top of this thing?" And it was pointed out to him that if it wasn't there, the operator of the vehicle would probably die within 20 minutes. And uh, Yeah, you can cook a turkey in yeah, those we, things. We had some fun with it, and you challenged him to a uh, to a lawnmower
1: race. I do remember that. I don't remember who won. I think I, think I you won. Did he win? Or no, no, you won. Did I win? Yeah, you kicked his ass. Take that, Don yeah. Rogers. Yeah. <laughs> but he be,
0: he uh, he became a regular on your show, I think. <laughs>
1: yeah, well, that was there was so there was so many uh, characters to to choose from in Kingston. I mean, uh, there's such a great artistic community in the city, musical uh, community, and everyone who is in Kingston, like you knew the people who grew up in Kingston. There's people, I was never from Kingston, uh, but there are people from Kingston and they take great pride in their in their town, so it was always great to get them on the air.
0: And the nice thing about those days, uh, you know, one thing I always point out to people is that in the radio business? It's it's very transitional. It's very nomadic. People come and go. The, I mean, the people are. It seems like uh, people are leaving. A, new people are joining a, a staff, you know, on a monthly basis. But the first few years that we were all together at Rock, there was literally no turnover at all. I think Tucker left after the first, uh, before the first year was over. But that was about it. So we all became like a like a family. So and we were all friends outside of work.
1: Yeah, well, it was an independent radio station. John Wright and Kim Wright, the owners, uh, they had a great vision. And uh, Glenn Williams, who uh, you know, uh, miss him all the time. He was uh, just a—he was a dude, man. Like he—he he, every every room he walked into was a K rock event. It didn't matter if he was at the grocery store. He was at a public restroom in the park, and I'm not. I'm not saying that's where he hung out, but anywhere he'd go, he would be promoting the radio station, and he really did give us free reign to do whatever he wanted. Now I don't know if that was his brilliance or he just uh, had other priorities, but it was nice to to kind of be able to do what we want and ask for forgiveness later.
0: Yeah, yeah, that happened a lot. <laughs> <laughs> but, but as I, as I was saying, but we all used to, so we hung out together, especially this time of year. Uh, oh yeah. Uh, G had, uh, G had a, first had a place on the, on the river and then, uh, on, uh, had his house, uh, <laughs> on a back lake and we had some,
1: we had some yeah. fun times there and, and it always go you know, wakeboarding. Yep. Yeah. What about the we uh, go wakeboarding with G? Remember the time G's ex-girlfriend, uh, they had just been in a fight. Were you on the boat that day? So. We she, still...
0: she fell.
1: She tried to yeah. jump onto, onto the, the boat, boat yes. from the dock. because She's like, I'm not coming with you guys then. Forget it. <laughs> and then we're like, okay, see you later. And we start pulling off in the boat. She's like, okay, I'm coming. And she dove to jump in the boat, uh, smacked her head on the side yeah. of the boat, oh. fell in the water. It looked like she was unconscious. G jumped in there and it was like a scene out of a movie. He lifted her, hoisted her in his arms. And she came too, and was staring in his eyes, and I think they they kissed, and it it strangely was the the most romantic thing I've ever seen in my yeah, life. Yeah, you can almost
0: <laughs> hear string music in the background.
1: <laughs> yeah, love lift us <laughs> up where we belong.
0: Uh, we had some uh, buddies that went on to good big success. Uh, Vince Lynch, our first producer, uh, he's uh, become a yeah. big time guy in LA, and
1: uh, Ian. March, yeah, I've been down to visit. To Vinny, uh, I, he was in England, lived in England for a while. He was a production manager at uh, Virgin Radio in London, England. And I went over there and uh, took advantage of him having a flat downtown London, stayed with him for a week and got some free concert tickets. Saw Beck and Radiohead in London, England. How cool is that? Uh, and then I went down visited him in L.A. He's doing great. He's uh, He got on the online thing early and uh, he had some great uh, great ideas, great vision. Ian March, I haven't seen him in a while. How's he doing?
0: I think he's uh, one of the national program uh, directors, I, I believe, of Bell Media. It could be Rogers. I hope
1: yeah. I was nice to him. I
0: think you were. I think we, we were good. all nice. That was the thing. We were all nice to each other. And <laughs> uh, Nancy Slater's gone on and, and doing nice and good things in Ottawa.
1: Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Nancy, she always uh, enjoyed singing and performing, and uh, she was uh, she was like the sister. At K-Rock.
0: Yeah. She she put up with some abuse. I mean, I, I just. Uh, she, well, she, like
1: sisters, like, yeah. you know, brothers yeah, yeah. and sisters, they yeah. argue, but they make up, right? Uh, absolutely. And then uh,
0: you and I spent some time together and you spent some time with my boys. And I think one of my favorite memories is uh, the uh, four of us were driving to London and Reed was my son. youngest son, Reed, I th- he was uh, still uh, he wasn't in a baby. He was in, still in a booster seat. So he wasn't that old. And uh, Will and I in the front seat and listening to you and Reed in the back seat arguing we're on the four oh one and you were both arguing about who was better, Batman or Spider-Man. And I got to no, the it's point. Obviously Spider-Man. Well, no, it was anyway. It got to the point where I said, I'm pulling the, if you guys don't stop, I'm pulling this car over and you're getting out. And I wasn't <laughs> talking to Reed. <laughs>
1: Spider Man all the way. I think it was Batman who won the day, but <laughs> I've got, I've got a son now and he's two and a half years old and and he's, I just bought him uh, some Spider-Man sheets for his bed. So he's definitely, uh, he's on the right team there.
0: So, uh, so tell us what, uh, what you're up to now. You're at uh, FM 96 in London. You've been there since you left Kingston.
1: Um, Yeah. Yeah. It's the radio station that I was hired at 25 years ago when I was a high school student. So, uh, after about four and a half, five years in Kingston, they made an offer for me to come back to London, and and you and I've got my uh, you and Scott my family here. Went back,
0: to, went back uh, together there, and you uh, and uh, we mentioned Scott talked about that when he was on, and you guys were there uh, for a few years, and Scott went on to Toronto, and and uh, but it's uh, you, you're the you're the number one morning show in London right now.
1: Oh yeah, yeah, I've been uh, I've been for a while, so it's. Uh, nice to be back home in the city I grew up in. And as I was saying, my family's here. I got my mom, my stepdad here, three sisters, two stepbrothers. Uh, there's, uh, well, I, my wife's pregnant. She's seven and a half, uh, months pregnant. So, um, so I think have, there's 14.
0: She'll have three kids at home. That's a lot for her. <laughs>
1: Yeah. We got a little girl coming and, uh, there's, 13 or 14 grandchildren here in town too so it's great for my for my kids to be able to hang out with their cousins. I do miss Kingston though you know every time I come to town I'm like man should I move back here?
0: Oh you should. You've had you've had offers over the years.
1: Yeah. I mean when I left it it's one of those things I was young I didn't really know it was it, how good I had it uh but at the same time I don't think that uh my employer at the time really knew how good they had it. And, uh, it's too bad we couldn't make something work there, but, uh, I learned a lot of great lessons. It really was like, I went to Kingston to go to, uh, to school. I did go to Fanshawe for radio broadcasting, but, uh, real life experience is much more valuable. And I got a whole bunch of that in, in Kingston. And, uh, it really, it, it was a, a genuine, uh, compliment when I did receive some calls after not leaving on the best terms um, asking if I'd be interested in coming back to K-Rock. Unfortunately, it, it didn't work out uh, again, but um, it's a great radio station. And look at the things that uh, are still going on at that station. And uh, there's a lasting legacy there that uh, John Wright and Kim Wright started. And it, uh, it was pretty cool to be, the first morning show on the air at this iconic radio station yeah. in this iconic town.
0: Well, and the, the nice thing you brought up the fact that uh, when you left it, it, uh, um, it, it wasn't, uh, uh, it didn't go as smoothly as, as uh, we all wanted it to. But the nice thing is a couple years ago, you were in town uh, because your, you, um, your sister station broadcast the London nights, you were here with the nights and you and John Wright got an opportunity to uh, to uh, meet and chat. And uh, I think, it, I think you guys, uh, we we all had a big night.
1: Yeah, it was fun. Obviously, John is a smart man. Obviously, oh, he John's a sm- he's a smart guy. He's a great businessman. And I learned a lot from him. And, uh, you know, he, as time goes by, you realize what's important and you think you're mad at somebody and then you kind of forget why you're mad at them. And then <laughs> well, you and I have like, done
0: that through through that with each other.
1: <laughs> oh yeah. A couple of weeks ago. And, uh, and then, and then you think, boy, I miss that guy. I'd love to see him again. So that's yeah. totally how I was feeling about John Wright. And I'm so glad that uh, we got to have a beer together downtown. Uh, one of the great pubs, that's one thing. If you're, if you're an alcoholic, Kingston is a great city to live in. <laughs> the first When I first moved to town, I was like, oh, I'll just walk down this uh, Princess Street and I'll have a drink at every bar. And I made it about a block before I had to call a cab and go home. But uh, the music scene there, the water, the, the bike trails out uh, across the causeway, uh, riding my mountain bike up there, I really do miss so much about the city
0: well uh uh hurry back well i know uliana your your wife is uh is going to give birth uh pretty soon so after after your daughter is born do you have a name picked out yet well,
1: i think my wife does but okay. i'm not allowed All to right. say anything well
0: when after she's born uh please
1: come him to- little tim Little <laughs> <Tim-a-bell>. ah <laughs> oh, poor kid <clears throat> Well, maybe I should come back before the baby's born <laughs> because uh, I feel like I'll get less guilt that way. Okay, done. You know what I want to come back for? Hold on, Coach. You may have to edit this. I don't know. Is that Glorious Suns show? It's been announced. The oh, yeah. Yep, yep, yep. It's at
0: Richardson Stadium you know, in September.
1: You know what I want to come back for, Coachy? I want to come see uh, Glorious Sons perform at Hard-On Stadium. <laughs> <laughs> uh... <laughs> Remember that? That was the, <laughs> I, the, the, the Frank, the Queen students pulled. They changed the Richardson Stadium sign. They painted to make it, some, it say, uh, some
0: letters. Yes, I still have a photo. Hard
1: of on stadium. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that was while I was there and I thought that
0: was genius. Well, and it's a much nicer stadium now. So, um, uh, yeah, come on back. For, but but I think you're, by, by the time the Glorious Sons concert happens, you might be in a birthing room. So.
1: Oh no, it's that's like at least 2 weeks after. Okay, so we won't see <laughs> I'm you in. All
0: right. <laughs> anyway, uh Taz uh Chris George, uh my little brother, thank you very much for for doing this. And uh
1: Tim Cunningham, it's my pleasure. We kind of do this every day anyways. Yep. <laughs> uh, or at least once a week, it's just called a phone call. There so you go. Right, if if you didn't tell me you were recording, this would have been what I would be doing anyways.
0: <laughs> All right. Have a great day, brother.